Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. It's time for ESPN College Game Day, right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Missoula. I like football! Now, live on location, here is Ryan Tutel and Colter Nuanez. The University of Montana, a big, big day today. 34-17, the final. Marcus Knight. Three touchdowns. That is 13 on the season. He leads the entire Big Sky Conference by four. He had two more touchdowns than anybody else in the conference coming into today, scoring three, uh, going to go a long way to cementing his spot atop the uh, touchdown scoring round, which at the end of the day, I mean, what is it all about? Scoring points, right, if you're on offense. So a fine day certainly from him and really from the University of Montana in general as they were able to hold off uh, Eastern Washington and get a big swing, a touchdown, a fumble recovery on a kickoff, and another touchdown, which is actually very reminiscent of what happened to the University of Montana from Eastern. The last time the Eagles were here, they had a score-stop score very early in the third quarter. Montana getting a score turnover score in the uh, later stages of the, in, the, in the kind of the middle of the second half in order to kind of put this one on ice uh, and win this football game for the Grizzlies. We'll take a look at what happened in this game. The college game day tailgate is brought to you in part, by the way, by Pepsi Cola. Pepsi Cola of Western Montana is here. If there's anything left in that uh, in that Fridge right there in the cooler, it's all for free. You can have a soft drink on your way out, enjoy yourselves. Hydrate, people. I know what you've been up to. Have a water for free, okay? It's uh, thanks to Pepsi Cola of Western Montana for providing that, and they say congratulations to the University of Montana. In the first quarter, the Grizzlies opened up with a nice scramble by Cam Humphrey. They got into the red zone and then sacked on first down. They had to kick a field goal. Brandon Purdy hit a 35-yard field goal to get on the board three. 
3-0 for Montana, a 16-play, 61-yard drive that took 7 minutes and 14 seconds. Remember, when this game kicked off, it didn't look quite like it looks now. I mean, my goodness, what happened? We're in the Bahamas now. It was a snow central when this thing started, cold, windy, so a very good drive, and Montana relying heavily on Marcus Knight with Cam Humphrey starting for the University of Montana in place of Dalton Sneed, and and Humphrey had a nice day. We'll get to some numbers here uh, in a little bit, but the coaching staff clearly working on getting Cam Humphrey into the game by relying on the running game and using Marcus Knight, a little bit of the short passing game, and again, a 16-play drive is a very nice way to open up the football game. They go down, they score three, they open up the scoring there. Eastern Washington University getting the ball back goes three, they get down to fourth down, fourth and two on the 35-yard line. They go for it, and an incompletion on a drop by Grayson by number 17, and this was a problem that would plague Eastern Washington all day today. A lot of drops for the Eagles in the passing game in particular. A fourth down they were not able to convert on. Montana took over the ball. Uh, Marcus Knight uh, had it got picked up and uh, and then was has been very patient in the run game. That's one thing that I've noticed about Marcus Knight in general, his ability to kind of sit back, look for holes, slide along the offensive line, find spaces when and where they're available, and get himself into uh, some, some positive yardage as he's able to do just that. Nonetheless, Montana was held. They were uh, stopped on third down, and Osmo dropped the ball on a rollout pass kind of into the flat. He was not able to pick up a first down there, and so the Grizzlies were forced to punt 325 left in the first quarter. Eric Berrier, he had to throw the ball away. Jerry Lou, on, a, on the punt, Jerry Lou and McGee fumbled the punt, ran backwards, did recover the thing, but it ended up being a huge net punt where they recovered it on the seven-yard line. The Grizzlies did. You picked up a first down, but that ended the first quarter, and it was an unbelievable run in that first quarter in terms of how quickly it went. I mean, you're talking about five total possessions between the first between the two teams, particularly when you're talking about the fact that uh, Montana held the ball for basically the entire first half of the first quarter, seven minutes and 46 seconds on their first possession uh, before uh, they even gave the ball to Eastern Washington. So first quarter that went very, very quickly and ended at a 3 nothing uh, spot at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, the Grizzlies continuing with the first ball, picked up a couple of first downs. They were at the Eastern Washington 48-yard line. Humphrey scrambled for a first down. You know, he's not the runner of the ball that Dalton Sneed is, but he is effective, and when he needed to, found some spots and even lowered his shoulder a couple of times. I think Montana fans maybe a little bit uh, tepid about their backup quarterback running people over, or at least trying to run people over. And, uh, you know, what do you got there behind Cam Humphrey if he ends up getting injured? But he picked up uh, a couple of first downs for this team, and also Montana was assisted by 25 yards in penalties on that drive, a couple of offsides, a uh, defensive pass interference. Montana goes at fourth and three. They take a timeout. They go for it. The throw is incomplete. I was surprised that Bobby Howe chose to go for it on fourth and three. They're on the 19-yard line. It would have been a 36-yard attempt. The wind was at the back. They were kicking towards the south end zone, and it was just a 3 nothing football game. I thought it would have made sense to let Purdy go in there. You know he's got the leg. He'd already made one to go for it, but Bobby Howe thought he had something uh, offensively, went for it on fourth down, didn't work out on an incomplete pass. Eastern Washington, they would capitalize on that. A touchdown from Eric Berrier to Corbin Walker, 36 yards. It was a seven-play, 81-yard, two-minute and 13-second drive for Eastern Washington to take the first lead of the game at 8.54 of the second quarter, 7-3. to three. 
There is also a, a, a big punt. I mean, man, how good is Adam Wilson kicking the football? Unbelievable. And then I don't know if you noticed who made the big hit on that punt in the second quarter. It's your backup, now backup quarterback, Garrett Graves, running down and uh, laying the wood on a huge hit on the play. But nonetheless, the Grizz were forced to punt once again. And then a 62-yard 60 yard catch and run for Lemo Jones for Eastern Washington. Gets it to first goal on the five. And then to Merrick Pierce, the senior running back, scores a touchdown with 629. The big play, again, just a three-play, 53-second drive for Eastern Washington. It was 71 yards, but obviously the 62-yard catch and run by Lemo Jones, the big play. And all of a sudden, Eastern Washington's up 14-3 and looking pretty good. But Marcus Knight and the Grizzlies would return the favor Marcus Knight caught a 37-yard uh, reception, moving down the field, gets it to the 7-yard line, and then Knight gets it to the 4, runs it in from the 4-yard, and he scores his first touchdown of the day with 3.54 left in the second quarter. And you can't overemphasize how important that was in a 14-3 ball game to make it 14-10. And, uh, you know, there's uh, plenty of time, obviously, in the game, but you want to get that first score, get first touchdown, and, uh, and cut into that lead. Eastern Washington forced to punt after that, and the Grizzlies come out. 47 seconds, they go three and out with the with the out ending at the 47-second mark of the first half, and really Eastern Washington just sat on it at that point and uh, punted the ball away, and uh, or I guess kneeled on the ball at the end of the first half, and uh, go into the halftime up by four, 14 to 10, in a very fast-moving, a very efficient first uh, half for, uh, for, for both teams. Obviously, a couple of big plays, but primarily a defensive struggle, and I think for Montana especially, being a little bit deliberate with the way they were going about it. A couple things that jump off the stat sheet when you talk about the first half. Time of possession. The University of Montana had the football for 21 minutes and 13 seconds in the first half. Eastern Washington just 8 minutes and 47. So even though they had the lead, they were striking quickly when they were striking while Montana was much more methodical, holding the ball a lot more, running the ball a lot more. They had 29 rushing attempts for 108 yards to just 11 for 37 yards for Eastern Washington in that first half. Eastern Washington got it done through the air. 10 of 16 for 194 was Eric Barrier. 11 of 18 for 101 for Cam Humphrey. In total, pretty similar 231 yards for Eastern Washington, 209 yards for UM. But again, what jumps out, 27 offensive plays for the Eagles, while the Grizzlies had 47 of them. So not quite doubling up, but coming close uh, to doubling up the number of plays and more than doubling up the time of possession, which is such an important part of what Montana wanted to do, start to lean on this Eastern Washington team a little bit. It is ESPN College Game Day with two Telenuanas. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll go through what happened in the second half. We will also bring you your Tyler Eisen Zimmer player of the game after the break. I would take a bet on who that might be. Uh, so we will uh, get that to you. It is to tell Nuana's ESPN College Game Day live at the tailgate as uh, Montana fans filing out happily. Six and two, the Grizzlies are five and one in FCS play and a big bounce back victory over a rival team today in Washington Grizzlies Stadium. ESPN College Game Day brought to you in part by MSO Hub. Grizz fans gearing up for another season of Montana football. Make sure you stop by the MSO Hub. It is your one-stop shop for all Grizz, Montana, and Missouri. Zula Osprey Apparel. They also have a great selection of New Era caps and Columbia gear. And how about clear plastic bags, which you need for entrance into Washington Grizzly Stadium. Stop in at 140 North Higgins on the corner of Maine and Higgins. Also online at msohub.com. And they are at the 
tailgate party in the pregame, okay? So come on by on game day. If you're last second like me, a little bit of a procrastinator, all of a sudden you find yourself in a pinch, you need something to wear, you need that bag to get in, you can stop by the tailgate party here and go in thanks to the MSO Hub. We'll take a quick break. We'll go through the second half with you right after this on ESPN Radio. The sun aptly shining on Mount Sentinel for the first time today as the Grizzlies walk away winners 34-17 over the Eastern Washington Eagles. Again, a very good football game in the main for the Grizzlies. A little bit of a slow start. Both teams trying to feel each other out. Eastern Washington out to a 14-3 lead, but Montana getting a score with under four minutes to go in the first half, cutting it to 14-10. In the third quarter, both teams opened with a couple of three and outs. A 30-second drive is what he Eastern Washington put together coming out of the break. Montana, not much better. They also had a three and out just over a minute on their opening drive. Eastern Washington, though, driving the football, thought there was going to be a targeting call on Gavin Robertson. They picked up the flag, and I think probably the right call uh, on that one is he did hold up ultimately on fourth and a half a yard. Eastern Washington does pick up a first down, but is stalled out at the 18-yard line. They kick a 35-yard field goal, 12-play, 64-yard drive, and a good drive all all in all for Eastern Washington. Took about five and a half minutes, probably their longest drive of the day. They get a field goal, go up 17-10 to at that point. But then Marcus Knight would strike again. A five-play, 65-yard drive, and Marcus Knight on the big rip, 45-yard touchdown rush. His second of the day, his 12th of the season, and importantly for Montana, tying things up 17-17 on a drive that just took over a minute and a half, obviously. Drives that culminate in 45-yard rushing touchdowns going almost the length of the field don't take all that long. So Marcus Knight taking it to pay dirt again. Barrier, how about this for the play? of the day where he throws the ball, completes it to himself, tries to run and uh, ends up losing 17 yards, setting up a third and 29. Uh, Ultimately, Eastern Washington would have to punt. It was a 19-yard punt, not a good punt by Eastern Washington. And Montana took over possession on the Eagle 46-yard line. So a good situation for the Grizzlies to get it in Eagle territory after the big loss on the pass play to himself from Barrier and then really a shankopotamus of a punt uh, that Eastern Washington put up. The Grizz only gained 17 yards on that drive, but because of the good field position, it still set up a field goal. And for the first time since it was 3 nothing. Montana takes the lead back 2017 with 232 left in the third quarter. Then Jacob McGarren gets a sack on the following drive. Eastern Wa- forces Eastern Washington to punt. And I thought this was great. I thought Bobby Houck, you could see his fingerprints all over the special teams in this one. Eastern Washington was doing kind of a rugby-style running punt, low kicks, and I think in part trying to ensure that Jerry Louis McGee would not have a chance to return and also maybe try to get that lucky bounce that hits a, you know, hits a Grizzly player, all of a sudden becomes a live ball. What is what does Bobby Houck do? He sets back an intermediate return man who stands, you know, 15 yards ahead of Jerry Louis McGee, who could catch some of those running punts in the air or maybe on one hop, and they got great field position on a couple of occasions from that, either through a fair catch or even from a return from that intermediate receiver. The Grizzlies, once again, are set up in eastern Washington territory, and Marcus Knight would pay it off again. His third rushing touchdown of the day, Marcus Knight, huge day today, 27-17 to the score with 14-04 as he scores right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. 
And this was what changed it. They get the score on the touchdown and then the kickoff. And, look, I don't know how much credit we want to give to Bobby Houck. I'm not sure that he called this. It looked to me like maybe a little bit of an under, like kicking under the ball, and so it didn't go nearly as far as it should. But it, sometimes it works out as the up man trying to field the punt, diving for it for Eastern Washington, calls a fair catch, can't bring it in. The Grizzlies jump all over it. They get the fumble, then a throw to a Sammy Akem to set up first and five, and then go back to Sammy Akem, Sammy Akem for a touchdown. And just like that, it's 34-17, 10-31 in the football game. In fact, a little less, a little more than that, just about 11 uh, minutes and change in this football game. But in the span of about two minutes and one second, the Grizzlies go touchdown, fumble, touchdown, and completely change the complexion of this game. It was 2017, becomes 34-17, and really at that point, Montana was in complete control. And that following Eastern Washington possession, the defense steps up again. Jesse Sims gets his sack today, so number 37 getting in the mix on the stat sheet. Marcus Knight gets to carry on the following possession. This is the one place where Montana still, sometimes even when they're in control, can do a little something to leave a little sliver of hope for the other team. Marcus Knight, for as great a day as he had, and he was outstanding, fumbles the football with 9.55 left in the first quarter. Eastern Washington takes it over, but the Grizzlies able to hold once again defense Defensively, uh, incomplete pass on a beautiful throw by Eric Berry. I thought Eric Berry was outstanding today. I thought his wide receiving core really let him down. Forces Aaron Best to punt the ball again uh, with 9.55 left. And then Montana needing to be able to run the ball. What were they completely unable to do last season when it was run the ball, when everybody in the house knew that it was time to run the ball? Today, they just get Nick Osmo up there and let the big fellow, the big freshman from Portland, Oregon, bang, 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 triple tight end sets, is setting it up, and they ran that football straight down the field four, four, five yards at a time, six, seven yards at a time, letting the clock tick, tick, tick away. They ended up punting the football, but it didn't matter because they had taken over five minutes off the clock Still up 17, kicked the ball away, 444. Eastern Washington has a last stand, goes for it on fourth down. Another beautiful throw by Eric Barrier, falls incomplete in the end zone, and even with a catch and a touchdown at that point, under two minutes to go, almost certainly still Montana's football game. So the Grizzlies go on to win 34-17, a huge win for Montana, and again, 6-2. and two. Uh, in in uh, six and two overall, I should say, and one loss, uh, just the one loss, still now in Big Sky Conference play. In fact, against FCS opponents uh, in total. We'll take another break. We'll come back and we will go through some other scores around the league. If you haven't heard what happened in North Dakota with Montana State, you're going to want to stick around and check that. We'll also go over some final game stats. Look at what else is happening around the Big Sky Conference and around the country in the world of football. It is ESPN College Game Day here, live on location at the tailgate party and it is presented in part by Domino's Pizza. Hey, you can enjoy Domino's right now, but guess what? If you're hungry later, which you're going to be because that's the way it works, you get hungry over time. After 9 p.m., 20% off all orders. This is from your locally owned and operated Domino's Pizza, two locations in Missoula, one on North Reserve, one on South Avenue. Also, they're in Butte and Hamilton. They are locally owned and operated, and they have 
pizza insurance as well. You drop your pizza, something happens, your kid grabs it, gets it all messy, they'll take it back to them. They will give you another pizza for free. How great is that? And also, on the 15th of November, this is outstanding, they will take proceeds from every single order on Friday, November 15th, and give it to the Mineral County Food Bank. This is from your locally owned and operated Domino's, so make sure you uh, schedule a pizza night for Friday, November the 15th, okay? Take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll go around the Big Sky Conference, look at some final stats. It's ESPN College Game Day with Tutel Nuanas right after this. Coming off their first loss of the uh, of the conference season, their first FCS loss of the year, uh, gets a 34-17 win over uh, their rival. We are live at the tailgate. You can come on by, say hi to us, say what's going on. We're happy to see everybody adjacent to the walking bridge as fans are filing on out of Washington Grizzly Stadium into uh, well, what is sure to be a nice party in downtown Missoula this evening. We are adjacent to the Eastgate Shopping Center as well. Come on by. Say hello. We are presented in part today by Kurtz Polaris, factory authorized clearance through the end of the month on Husky dirt bikes and beta dirt bikes, all the 2019 Polaris inventory. You can also check them out online at KurtzPolaris.com. You want to go in person, 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and right here at the tailgate party, check out the sweet rigs. It is the first day of hunting season, is it not? I mean, what are you doing walking around, wasting your life? You should be riding in one of these things. Much easier, get home faster, start eating you know that's what i say when it comes to the hunting anyway it is that type of day you go to kurtz polaris you can get everything you could possibly need come recreate the right way this season and every season with kurtz polaris let's take a look at some of the final stats in this game cam humphrey i thought a very efficient day overall 20 of 29 176 yards had one touchdown throwing the football he also rushed for 35 yards on nine carries a couple of those uh were quarter were called quarterback runs but several of them also in scramble situations where he was able to uh, get out of the clutches of the eastern washington defense and make positive plays with his feet so i thought on the whole it was a very good showing from cam humphrey no interceptions out of the grizzly backup quarterback and he in the main controlled this game i don't you know managed has a very negative connotation i don't know why i thought that he did a very nice job of controlling the tempo of the game and uh, getting in and out of what they needed to get in and out of well enough to get it there but certainly the player of the game is marcus knight he is our pure west christie's tyler eisen zimmer real estate player of the game izzo at purewestmt.com, I-Z-Z-O, at purewestmt.com. He's the guy who's going to sell you your next house, make it all perfect for you, and he, Marcus Knight, is our Pure West Christie's Tyler Eisenzimmer player of the game. 26 carries, 131 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. He also led the Grizzlies in receiving yards as well at three receptions for 65 yards, including that big 37-yarder in total. Marcus Knight, 196 yards total on this day. A huge day for him, and again, 10 total touchdowns coming into the game, 13 now going out of the game. He was already two ahead of everybody else in the conference in terms of touchdowns scored, so three today obviously going to put him uh, on the top of the touchdown pile for sure. Also rushing in this game, Nick Osmo, nice job, especially when they needed somebody to come in, a big body to salt this game away, run the clock. He ended up finally with 18 rushes for 79 yards on the day. Uh, And uh, the Grizzlies, you ready for this? 
55 rush yards for 254 yards. I think that's big time when you've got a backup quarterback. you got to believe that Aaron Best and his football team was coming in preparing to see a fair amount of the running game today. Montana, they have done a great job. In, in a lot of facets offensively, but they have not had a true game where it has been straight run-first football. Well, 55 rushes on the ground compared to 29 pass attempts, it's 2-1, to one, just about 2-1 to one pat run to pass. They had to have it today, and they did have it again. 254 yards and those three touchdowns all by Marcus Knight. Through the air, again, 20 receptions total, 20 of uh, 29 for 176 yards. Sammy Akem leading the Grizzlies in terms of receptions, had seven receptions for 49 yards, and also caught that beautiful back shoulder, shoulder ball in the corner of the north end zone and, uh, and, and sealed this one up to get the Grizz to 34 points uh, on the day. In total for Eastern Washington, again, Eric Berrier, a nice day, 22 of 41 for 264 and a score. I don't think that does nearly the justice for how well he played. A number of drops, key drops in this football game that would have certainly bolstered him to up and over, you know, 300 yards. He would have had, obviously, a better completion percentage as well. Uh, I thought if you paid attention to this game, you would have come away very impressed with how well Eric Berrier played and what he is as a quarterback, certainly outstanding. Rushing the football, though, Eastern Washington really had nothing to offer. 101 yards rushing. Uh, Pierce had 54, 57 yards excuse me, on seven rushes and that one uh, touchdown. And Custer just 48 yards. Only 24 attempts in total for Aaron Best Club for 101 yards and then 264 yards passing on 22 attempts. It was Boston who uh, led this team in terms of receptions, five receptions for 86 yards for Eastern Washington. Some things that I take away out of this football game, though, broadly are this. The University of Montana needed a bounce back, and they got it, and they got a win against a team that was uh, uh, you know, a good, a decent team. The thing with Eastern Washington, though, to me now after having watched them play in person, they have some elite, elite individual players, but they are not a great football team. I mean, they have some real problems defensively, and I think that they have they, 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 the low end of what they have in terms of guys who are starting on this team do not match, can't carry their weight compared to the high end of guys that they have. So they have some great talent, but they have not been able to put it together. And now at 3-5 and five on the season, I just don't know if this is a team uh, that has a look at a playoff, first of all. I think we might have seen Eastern Washington's playoff hopes die here this afternoon. And I also uh, don't know that this is a team really that deserves to be there. I don't know how good a team this truly is. So while it's a great win for the University of Montana, I think it needs to be taken also uh, in relation to the team that it was. Anytime you beat Eastern Washington, uh, you've got to feel good about that win because they have been so good, such an outstanding team. And obviously they're defending national runner-up. But in total here, I think this is a team that Montana just is better than. And uh, they did what they needed to do to win the football game and get away with a W. it is ESPN College Game Day with two telenuanas. We are broadcasting live on location from the tailgate party. Happy to be here with you as the Montana faithful still slowly filing out of Washington Grizzly Stadium. Colton Nuana is going to be along here shortly, and he uh, is in the press conference right now going through everything that, uh, you know, obviously with both coaches and the players talking with Cam Humphrey and Marcus Knight as well. Big day today in North Dakota as we go around the Big Sky Conference. The North Dakota Fighting Hawks hosting Montana State, and the Montana State Bobcats fall at Grand Fork 16-12. Montana State 
punting out of their own end zone late in the fourth quarter with a 12-10 lead, end up getting the punt blocked. North Dakota recovered for a touchdown. It ended up being the game-winning touchdown for the Fighting Hawks, and Montana State has now dropped back-to-back football games against Sacramento State and now at North Dakota, and they got to figure things out against Southern Utah. By the way, Southern Utah-Idaho State, the one game that is in progress right now, Southern Utah ahead of Idaho State at half, 31-20. to So a surprise there. Southern Utah, a one-win team on the season, and uh, Idaho State right now having trouble hanging with Southern Utah. Uh, the Thunderbirds 1-7, and seven, while Idaho State is 3-4. and four. Again, later on today, Portland State is at Northern Arizona. Weber State at UC Davis in a huge, huge game, a top 25 matchup in the FCS, and Sacramento State is at Cal Poly looking to build on what has been an outstanding season for the Hornets. Yes, ESPN College Game Day is presented in part by Carl Tyler Chevrolet. Set your sights on a new Chevy Silverado at Carl Tyler Chevrolet. Right now, lease a 2019 Silverado half-ton custom for as low as $335 per month. This rugged four-wheel drive truck allows you to access rough terrain with confidence no matter the season or take advantage of 0% financing for 72 months on select SUVs and trucks at Carl Tyler Chevrolet. Visit today at 3663 North Reserve Street or at gmofmontana.com. Carl Tyler Chevrolet, find new roads. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk about this football game, what it means. We'll look at some of the schedules ahead and what is going on at the site of ESPN College Game Day nationally in Brookings, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, playing a major FCS contest. We'll go through all of it right after this. It's ESPN College Game Day with Tutel and Nuanas. As we continue in the post-game show, the post-game show is brought to you in part by the Badlander, 28-208 Ryman on the corner of Ryman and Broadway. Get into the Badlander. Go hang out tonight. They got their Saturday night dance party going on. Obviously, for every pre- and post-game show or every pre-game show tailgate party, they are here. They bring the drinks. They supply the fun. And they got two-for-ones. That's right, half off at halftime at the Badlander right here at the tailgate party each and every Grizz home football game. Let's take a look at what's going on around the Big Sky Conference in, uh, excuse me, around the nation at the FCS level, and really there's only one game that's on everybody's mind, and it is living up to the billing right now. North Dakota State at South Dakota State, 224 left in the fourth quarter, 16 apiece. North Dakota State with the football uh, on their own 29-yard line, a fourth and one, so we'll see if they elect to punt the football deep in their own and then probably they will do that, but a game that is coming down to it, Brookings, South Dakota, the site of ESPN College Game Day this morning, the site of maybe the game of the day at the FCS level, no question the game of the day at the FCS level there. At the FBS level, 11.42 left in the third quarter. This is probably the game of the day. Uh, nationally, Auburn, 13 at number two LSU. Let me say that differently so it's clear. Auburn is the ninth team in the nation. They have 13 points. They're playing the number two LSU Tigers. They got 10. 13-10 the score right now again. Just over, uh, uh, oh, just under 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Plenty of time in this game, but Auburn a three-point lead. Portland State. Uh, Portland State. I knew I was going to do this. You see PSU, you're in the Big Sky Conference, you think Portland State. How about Penn State? 28-7 over Michigan State right now, middle of the third quarter there. And Texas, 
up and over TCU, 20-13 to right now. Minnesota, 7-0, and the number 17 team in the nation. They're up 38-3 to on Maryland right now as well. The two early games that are worth noting, Ohio State, they were up 10-0 on Wisconsin at half. They end up rolling over the Badgers. Ohio State undefeated, 38-7, to their win over Wisconsin. And the game of the day, also with North Dakota State ties, Kansas State, handing Oklahoma their first loss of the of the season, 48-41 the final there. Chris Kleiman, of course, the first-year head coach at Kansas State, having been at North Dakota State for several years, winning several national championships, I think four uh, in total for Chris Kleiman at NDSU, and now he is getting it done at Kansas State as well. So there you go. A look around uh, some football scores nationally. Also, want to remind you, coming up 5 o'clock here, just about an hour or so from now, we will have Game 4 of the World Series, the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros. No home team has been able to get a victory in this uh, World Series. The Nats take both in Houston, and then the Astros getting a 4-1 win last night to get the series to two games to one. Game four will be tonight. Game five tomorrow, both of them here on ESPN Radio. And, of course, game six and seven, if necessary, uh, we will have uh, for you as well. Mention Marcus Knight and his three touchdowns today. He had ten touchdowns in seven games coming into this uh, contest. He now has 13 in eight games. Joe Logan for Northern Arizona. He's got eight, and Chris Jackson for Weber State, he's got eight. Those are the only two other guys with eight and seven games. Alonzo Gilliam, he also has eight for uh, uh, UC Davis, but that is an eight game, so he had one additional game to do it. Point is... Uh, that uh, Marcus Knight, he's out ahead of everybody with his 13 total touchdowns on the day. Thought this was a huge game for the University of Montana Grizzlies. It's obviously one that they needed to win to continue to fortify themselves and sort of assert themselves as a top 10 team in the nation. You know, they fall from number 5 to number 10 after uh, the loss last week against Sacramento State. Sacramento State jumps up to number 7. If you believe that Sacramento State is really that good a football team, if you believe they're as outstanding as it sort of appears that they might be a loss at Sacramento State, even a lopsided loss, which was you know pretty uncomfortable, frankly, for uh, Bobby Houck and for this Grizzly football team. They certainly didn't anticipate losing, and certainly did not anticipate losing the way that they lost. But nonetheless, they did. But if you think that Sacramento State is as good as they appear to be, then this win right here is a big, big deal because this says to you, you know what? The loss is what it is. It happens around the Big Sky Conference anyway, but. The uh, fact is that the Montana Grizzlies are a pretty good football team, and they went back to sort of proving who they are. And if they can continue, obviously, this, they're going to be a top-10 team. The Grizzlies doesn't get any easier. They go on the road to Portland State. Portland State is a really good football team, not un- not to be underestimated. And obviously, after beating Montana and starting what was a three-game losing streak last season, the Grizzlies will have retribution on their minds when they head for PSU this Saturday. After that, the Grizzlies, Idaho and Weber State at home, back-to-back huge games. Obviously, the rivalry game against the Vandals, and then Weber State, who as of now is still the number four team in the nation again at UC Davis tonight, a huge game there. And then, of course, the Grizzlies will finish off this year on the road at in Bozeman against Montana State. But this win over Eastern Washington, a big one. They get an opportunity to continue on with Portland State and Idaho before going up against a very, very good Weber State team. So this is a big game to get the Grizzlies to 6-2 and two and move them forward. It is ESPN College game day with two telling happy to be with you we'll 
will continue, obviously, throughout the week to keep an eye on Dalton Sneed. Dalton Sneed on the sideline, on crutches, and in a boot. Uh, I thought it was... Uh, you know, to be doubtful, he uh, looked an awful lot like he was not close to playing in terms of watching him on the sidelines. Now, again, you know, just because you're in crutches or in a boot and so forth, but you know, it's just to make sure that it's precautionary and all that. Of course, fans yelling that he'll be back, and I think that he will be. But uh, it's something to uh, to pay attention to, and how soon will they need Dalton Snead? How soon will he be able to go? That said, what you saw out of Cam Humphrey today, I think has to give Montana fans, uh, uh, you know, make you feel pretty good that you got a quarterback who was capable, didn't look like the moment was too big for him. He had some great passes. I thought he missed a couple passes, too. A fourth down uh, pass to the tight end that was clearly low. And what was a, 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 a makeable play for Cam Humphrey? He had a couple of misses, threw a ball behind Sammy Akem, but he also ripped a couple of seeds in there as well and was outstanding in moments in this football game for the Montana Grizzlies. And if he's got to go again at Portland State, I think you, uh, you know, Mo- Montana should still feel confident that they're going to have a guy who's back there that can run the show and run it pretty well. It is ESPN College Game Day. It's been great to be with you as, again, Montana, a 34-17 win. They're back in the W column. We will have sound from the postgame press conference for you on Monday during Tutel and Nuanas. We will also uh, try and get that Monday press conference turned around. And, of course, we will hear from Jeff Choate as well after the Cats lose in uh, distressing fashion today, 16-12 to to North Dakota on the block punt in the end zone that ends up uh, giving Montana State their second consecutive loss. It is ESPN College Game Day, and it is presented in part by the Advocates. If you have been injured, especially if you're injured in an accident, call the Advocates. Speak to an attorney for free. Find out if you have a case right over the phone. The Advocates have over 25 years' experience dealing with auto accidents and would love to help you navigate yours. Chat online with an attorney right now, MontanaAdvocates.com, or call 406-640-4444. It's easy to remember that number, 640-4444. You deserve an advocate. My thanks to David back in the booth for getting this thing up and running. We appreciate that. And our thanks to you for being with us both before and after the game. We'll be back here in two weeks as the Grizzlies take on the Idaho Vandals after their game next Saturday at Portland State. So make sure you come back with us two weeks from now. Until then, have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll see you Monday on Tutel and Nuanas. Good night, everybody. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.